And today we're going to conclude the Law of One Session 31, the second half. We did the first half last week. This was received February 25, 1981. Uh, 17 Q&As. Uh, we talked extensively about sexual energy transfer, the nature of uh, love-based sexuality, the green ray, the importance of green ray transfer for relationship and soul evolution, uh, and the possibility of uh, doing magical work or contact with intelligent infinity based in established green ray trans sexual transfer, sexual energy transfer, which means focused, uh, mature love-based sexuality um, with a metaphysical. Um, basis to uh, open higher chakras, <laughs> to do work in six chakra and above. That's kind of rare, uh, but <clears throat> uh, sexuality uh, can surely be integrated into personal spiritual development, and the, sexual, the spiritual use of sexuality uh, is really, um, you know, possible and has been done, you know, in Tantra, or is referred to in the uh, Hindu or Buddhist Tantra schools and uh, other traditions, although most of that is quite distorted. And the heart of it is the heart, green ray transfer. So today we'll finish session 31. We ended last time at 31.7, and more discussion of the bisexual mechanism of male-female reproduction, in sexuality, beginning in third, in second density, and how that develops in third density, uh, and leads to uh, polarization, or is associated with polarization, positive and negative, that develops uh, in third density uh, experience. And now we get into some questions about homosexuality, and I didn't go into them last time, just because it takes us in a new direction, and there's not that many more questions to the rest of this session. And if we had done them last time, uh, I feel there wouldn't have been enough material for a full session this time in the second part of session 31. So here we go, 31.8, Don asks, We have what seems to be an increasing number of entities incarnate here now who have what's called a homosexual orientation in this respect. Could you explain and expand upon that concept or, or reality or social phenomenon Ross says, entities of this condition, meaning homosexual orientation, entities of this condition experience a great deal of distortion due to the fact that they've experienced many incarnations as biological male and as biological female. This would not suggest what you call homosexuality in an active phase were it not for the difficult vibratory condition of your planetary sphere. There is what you may call great aura infringement among your crowded urban areas in your more populous countries, as you call portions of your planetary surface. Under these conditions, the confusions will occur. So, <clears throat> um, the, you know, homosexual lobby may hate raw and think that this is, uh, you know, patriarchal uh, sexism. That's fine. But let's just be clear what Ra is saying. Um, they consider uh, homosexual orienta orientation uh, confusions 
meaning uh, they say uh, these the confusions will occur. What confusions? Well, that's a reference to how they consider homosexual orientation as a confusion. Uh, they said that people who are homosexual or of that orientation experience a great deal of distortion, meaning they consider it um, a, a significant distortion in mind, uh, and attribute that uh, distortion confusion uh, to two things. One, that they've experienced basically past lives uh, in opposite gender bodies in a significant percentage, and, and it goes, Ra explains it further. I think they had said something like 60% of the past lives were experienced in the opposite gender body, opposite to the body they have today. So, homosexual men <clears throat> have, you know, this is, I think there's a, it may be in another session, but the view would be, Ra's view, uh, homosexual men have had something like 60% of their past lives in, uh, in female bodies. Homosexual women, lesbian, have had... 60% or purport, you know, majority of past lives in the opposite gender in a male body. And so, Ross says that that incarnative background or that gender body uh, or body gender um, prevalent, you know, predominance, uh, predominance of incarnation in opposite gender body to the present body gender would not lead to homosexuality actively, meaning the behaviors, <clears throat> um, if it wasn't for or triggered into manifestation by what Ra calls difficult vibratory condition of the planet, which uh, they indicate as great aura infringement among crowded urban areas in more populous countries. So, in more populous countries, crowded urban areas lead to an aura infringement, <clears throat> and which is, you know, I mean, they've done experiments with uh, animals in, you know, laboratory rats and things, and they go crazy when there's overpopulation. There's a lot of violence and, um, and what appears to be psychological <clears throat> um, dysfunction. Uh, so overcrowding in uh, cities can lead to great aura infringement, can then trigger into an active phase the um, behavior of homosexuality uh, that <clears throat> would not have been manifest if those people were not in such a situation uh, of great aura infringement. Now, you know, there are people who consider themselves gay or lesbian who, you know, were brought up in a small town somewhere and basically from the time they were five or eight years old had the feeling that they didn't fit the gender body they were in. The boy feels he's a girl, and the woman girl feels she's a boy, something like that. That's not great aura infringement. They're not in a crowded urban area. That would be um, basically a, a carryover, you know, that would be a feeling from the carryover uh, of the preference of mind for the opposite gender body based on or related to the predominance of incarnations in the opposite gender body in past lives, in my view. And so, great aura infringement doesn't explain everything, but to say that um, gay man, gay woman um, have a mental bias, this is the mental biological bias, as Ra talked about before, have a mental emotional bias for, uh, of gender identity, <clears throat> with the opposite gender biolog biological 
uh, pole, P-O-L-E, from their current uh, gender body, uh, that certainly uh, may be explained by Ra's comment that those people had a predominance of past lives in the opposite gender body. So now they have a bias in mind, or an identification, identification bias in mind. I am a girl, boy says the boy, or I am a boy, says the girl. Uh, because that's, that, that is their gender identity carried from the past life, carried in through past life bias um, associated with the predominance of uh, incarnations in the opposite gender body. Ra, Don goes on, why does density of population create these confusions? And Ra says the bisexual reproductive urge has as its goal not only the simple reproductive function, but more especially the desire to serve others being awakened by this activity. In an overcrowded situation where each mind-body-spirit complex is under a constant bombardment from other selves by the population density, it is understandable that those who are especially sensitive would not feel the desire to be service to be of service to other selves. This would also increase the probability of a lack of desire or blockage of the red ray reproductive energy, first chakra. In an uncrowded atmosphere, the same entity would, through the stimulus of feeling the solitude about it, then have much more desire to seek out someone to whom it may be of service thus regularizing the sexual reproductive function. So now we're bringing in uh, a higher purpose of uh, this bisexual reproductive urge, or the magne sexual magnetism, or the magnetic attraction. Uh, magnetic attraction being both body uh, level and mind level of, um, you know, gender, dual-gender biological bodies and dual-gender mind biases or identifications or preferences. Anyway, uh, 31.9, the idea is that um, the bisexual reproductive urge, a la magnetic attraction, uh, which is at the biological body gender, dual body gender, dual gender body level, and at mind level in terms of the biological or the, the um, gender balance or the, I, the, the sense of bias, preference, identity, balance between male-female of mind, uh, of people's sense of self. But particularly, you know, we've, so we've got both the physical and the mental in play, but the physical bisexual reproductive urge, Ra indicates, has two goals, not only uh, perpetuation of the species, the simple reproductive function, you know, uh, sperm and egg make fetus and uh, keep the human race uh, going, but also a desire to serve others that's awakened by um, the normal function, the normal process where a man wants a woman and a woman wants a man. And so that's very interesting. Uh, it's part of the metaphysical basis of bisexual reproduction uh, in the biological, of the biological level for it to um, be associated with uh, polarization on the positive path because the man wants the woman because in some sense he feels he needs her. 
The woman wants the man. In some sense, she thinks or knows, feels he, she needs him. And the need uh, or longing um, is also associated with um, a, uh, helping souls move onto the positive path, the desire to serve others being awakened by this activity, by their uh, need, by their feeling of being incomplete without the opposite gender partner. In an overcrowded situation, current conditions in the urban areas today, Ross says that each of us are under a constant bombardment from other selves. That's very common. That's why some people get out of the cities, which is a wise idea at this time. And Ross says that, that based on that, it's understandable that those who are especially sensitive, and so they're associating those who become homosexual in the category of those who are especially sensitive. I think that's often true. Um, sensitive in many ways, many positive qualities of, of sensitivity. They then don't feel the desire to be of service to others and um, have a certain kind of baffling of the red ray normal desire to seek out the opposite gender uh, partner or a, an opposite gender partner. So people who, you know, Ra's putting a lot of things together. You've got <clears throat> people who've had a predominance of past lives and opposite gender body who are especially sensitive who therefore have some kind of, um, in, you know, carried in identification or preference bias to identify themselves as opposite gender um, uh, selfhood, you know, then uh, in the urban areas or in overcrowding situations in general end up uh, losing uh, the desire to, to be of service to other or to make family or to make um, uh, the situation where there is service to other through um, the normal reproductive, uh, bisexual reproductive function uh, and that leads to further lack of desire or blockage of red ray reproductive energy and so Homosexuality is considered a blockage of red ray uh, reproductive energy center. Okay, in an uncrowded atmosphere, Ross says, uh, by the stimulus of feeling solitude, and this is the case with people who live in the countryside in general, uh, without overcrowding, uh, with uh, lots of open space between homes and groupings of people, uh, feeling that stimulus of solitude. Uh, often have much more desire for community. And people in the cities have much more desire for solitude or um, have all sorts of antisocial or um, oppositional or withdrawal tendencies um, because of the uh, auric infringement of overcrowding. That's very common. Uh, and so Ra indicates, I mean, so they see homosexuality as a distortion and a confusion understandable, not a moral sin, not a punishable sin, not at all, but they do consider it a red ray blockage and a confusion based on uh, the very real uh, carry-in of bias in mind uh, where the person identifies themselves as opposite gender, uh, but that their sexual reproductive function is uh, irregular. Um, and there is some baffling of the service to other aspect by uh, thereby 
uh, and, you know, I mean, I've met some very kind and I've had good friends who are gay, gay men, and lesbian too, of course. So I don't think it's a moral thing, but I do see that there are a lot of angry gay people in the world. A lot of people who are proud to be gay, uh, which is fine. Happy, happy. I'm proud to be what? I'm proud to be formlessness. <laughs> I'm not proud to be white or a male. I'm just <laughs> me. <laughs> this is a pride in identification with gender identity or gender identification, I think, is a very shallow level of self-understanding. But uh, if you're happy, go right ahead. Uh, so I've met many uh, good friends over many years. Some wander, some not. Um, and I think in the community of gay people, there are a lot of people who are angry <clears throat> and have uh, deep pain and self-hatred. I mean, I don't care if you're uh, angry, but you do you really like yourself? Do you really like yourself? Are you really well? Um, if you identify yourself with your sexual orientation, uh, I think it's a very shallow level of self-understanding. Yeah, you have a body and uh, you have a gender preference. Fine. Is that your true self? Is that really who you are? You can do anything you want, but if that's how you live your life as your primary value, being proud of your sexual orientation, and, and that's not mu and not much more than that, uh, I think that you're uh, selling yourself short, or you're undervaluing who you really are, beyond simply having a body and having a sexual preference. So, um, Ra has uh, comments on this. And the final uh, discussion is 3110, session 31 here. Roughly how many incarnations would a male entity in this incarnation have had to have had? How about that? A male would, how many previous incarnations would a male entity in this incarnation have had to have had in the past or as a female to have a highly homosexual orientation in this incarnation? Just roughly. Don is getting curious and wondering. Ross said, if an entity has had roughly 65% of its incarnations in the sexual biological body complex opposite polarity to its present body complex. The entity is vulnerable to the aura infringement of your urban areas and may perhaps become of what you make of what you call an homosexual nature. And Ra goes on, which I've said before, uh, it is to be noted at this juncture that although it is much more difficult, it is possible in this type of association, meaning homosexual partnership, for an entity to be of great service to another in fidelity and sincere green ray love of a non-sexual nature, thus lessening or just thus adjusting or lessening the distortions of its sexual impairment. Okay, so Ra is saying that homosexuality is a sexual impairment. Sorry, that's just what Ra is saying. And uh, yet, of course, uh, people who are homosexual, may be of great love-wisdom development, obviously, <laughs> and may be of great service to other in fidelity and sincere green-ray love of a non-sexual nature. And so Ra is basically saying, you know, that sexual green-ray sec, green sexual energy transfers are only possible between male and female gender-bodied people. And Homosexual folks uh, may surely be very highly developed in love and wisdom. Obviously, of course. And 
Ra calls it a sexual impairment, because they can't partake of green ray sexual transfer. Because male to male or female to female can't do green ray sexual transfer. Um, they can't do green ray sexual energy transfer, but they can do green ray <laughs> non-sexual transfer or green ray well, high, full development if they put their heart to it, of course. So it's not a moralizing here. It's a uh, statement, uh, Ra's statement comes from their understanding of metaphysics in which um, the electrical polarity of gender bodies is, uh, is real and important in any sexual union. Uh, there is a plug and an outlet. <laughs> there is a, you know, uh, there, there is the, you know, the, the yoni and the lingam, which is the female male organs in the Hindu Sanskrit system. You know, one one is a projection and the other one is a, rece a receiver. And that's just the biological, you know, physiognomy, physiology, um, but it, it, it is the result of uh, authentic metaphysical electrical polarity associated with the gender bodies. Okay, so we get out of that. Uh, 3111. We talk more now about sexual energy transfers and um, a little bit more about homosexuality, actually. Don says, Timothy Leary, uh, the LSD fellow, doing research, wrote that at the time of puberty, puberty and up through that time, there is an imprint occurring on the DNA coding of an entity and that, for instance, sexual biases are imprinted due to early sexual experiences or some of the first sexual experiences of the entity, meaning... There's sexual bias imprinting due to early sexual experience or some of the first sexual experiences that one has associated with uh, imprinting on DNA coding. I really don't like the DNA discussions, but that's fine. Does anything like this actually happen? Because DNA is, is you know, you're going to drop your body soon. <laughs> when you drop your body, your DNA coding um, is dropped too, but consciousness is not. The mind stream goes on without cells. Ra explains 31.11. This is partially correct, meaning the, um, the issue of early or first sexual experience uh, doing imprinting. Ra says, due to the nature of solitary sexual experiences, it's in most cases unlikely that what you call masturbation has an imprinting effect upon later experiences uh, then, this is similarly true with some of the encounters which might be seen as homosexual among some of among those of this age group, meaning young people or around puberty. These are often instead innocent exercises in curiosity. And then, however, it is quite accurate that the first experience in which the mind-body-spirit complex is intensely evolved will indeed imprint upon the entity for that life experiences a set of preferences. So Ra does not talk about DNA, but they do say that there is imprinting of um, the first sexual experience in which a person is intensely involved. That may be their first sexual encounter, uh, you know, with opposite gender body or person or same, you know, gender body, homosexual or, 
you know, uh, normal sexual, um, you know, heterosexual, homosexual, whatever. It, it may be masturbatory too, actually, because some people have very intense masturbation experiences in the first days, you know, in their early sexual life. Obviously, some people do. But Ross saying that there is imprinting by the first sexual experience in which a person is intensely involved. It imprints them for the rest of their life a set of preferences. And that's um, been my experience. And um, I think uh, you could look at your own life and consider that. So if it was very, if so very, very um, upsetting, dismaying, painful, hurtful, scary, negative, uh, very unpleasant, terrible experience, the person will have um, some strong aversion or ambivalence about sexuality. If it was seriously positive, really wonderful and love-based, then the person will often seek out further uh, uh, straight love, straight meaning um, purely love-based sexuality and not be interested in, uh, you know, flings. And so uh, it, I think it's very true. There is imprinting on mind uh, a set of preferences from first strong sexual experiences. Uh, Ra is saying um, it's unlikely that masturbation has an imprinting effect. It's unlikely that um, young innocent curiosity homosexual experiences of you know young boys and girls uh, playing around has a strong imprinting. Uh, it depends on the emotional charge associated with the experience basically. But, but there obviously are experience, there, there are definitely people who will say that their uh, endeavors, you know, their activities of masturbation or homosexual curiosity exploration did imprint or did uh, and has led to uh, clear preferences for uh, sexual preferences for their life. So Ra is not uh, the, the, the gospel on this. Um, because really any type of experience, sexual experience, can have that imprinting effect, depending on the intensity of one's engagement with it. And, and also, uh, you know, their carrying um, from past lives in their, um, uh, uh, their sense of, their, their opinions or biases regarding sexuality in general. Some people... Believe it or not, um, basically don't think don't don't have a big deal with sex. It's not a big deal, and uh, for most of us, it's a big deal or it has a strong charge. For some people, it really isn't, and they really are beyond much attachment to sexuality. They may enjoy it, or they may, you know, not partake much, or who knows. But they may well be very balanced without much sexual interest. Thirty-one twelve. Don goes on, does the Orion group use this, meaning sexuality or homosexuality, or, or first sexuality, as a gateway to impressing upon entities preferences which could create negative polarization? That's an interesting question. Meaning, is Orion using um, or capitalizing upon or exploiting first sexual experiences or early sexual experiences as uh, as to imprint a set of preferences in sexuality that strengthen negative orientation. Ross says, just as we of the Confederation attempt to beam our love and light whenever given the opportunity 
including sexual opportunities. So the Orion group will use an opportunity if it is negatively oriented or if the individual is negatively oriented. If it's so, Ra is saying, like, the, like Orion, they also uh, attempt um, to do service. You, you see the, term, the, tech, the, the, the semantics here are important. Um, what Ra is saying the Confederation does is attempt, attempt to beam or send love light whenever they are given the opportunity, including a sexual situation, which they see, which may be seen then by them as an opportunity. What they're doing is attempting to beam their or the love light of one. They're attempting to beam or uh, trying or seeking to send love light when they are given an opportunity. This is distinct from the Orion group that uses opportunity um, and calls themselves, as Ross said. They use opportunity, sexual, they use, you know, sexual encounter or any actual human situation, whether the person's alone or with a partner or in a group. Orion, like Confederation, um, is uh, alert to uh, the possibilities of um, being of service, we can say. Orion's service is that of domination and, uh, you know, death and destruction and uh, leading those away from love and truth or love and goodness. Orion using the opportunity if one, if it, meaning the sexual, the nature of the sexual situation is negatively oriented, meaning two people are both negatively oriented, or two, if the individual or either individual is already negatively oriented. So those who are on the negative path are overshadowed by Orion for sure, 24-7, uh, just as those on the positive path are are seen or known by higher self 24-7 and the more um, the more the person has developed love light love wisdom green ray center green the blue green ray the blue green center 4-5 at least uh, that person too is always sort of on the radar or known uh, in the sphere of love light of higher self and angels and guides and helpers um, who would like to help further, to like to help that soul with love light further, or to help itself and others with love light further. So, likewise, Orion is always broadcasting on certain lower frequencies associated with first, second, third, fourth chakra blockages. There are energetic frequencies associated with lower chakra blockages, just like there are energy frequencies associated with fourth and fifth and sixth ray chakra activations. So, they're all, you know, the angel on my right shoulder and the devil on the left. That kind of thing is very real. And they obviously um, play into sexual situations, not based on uh, heterosexual, homosexual, but based on the orientation of the people involved. 31.13, is there any emotional bias that has nothing to do with male-female sexual polarity that can create sexual energy buildup in an entity. I'm not sure what he means by sexual energy buildup, but Don is asking about the emotional bias or possibility of emotional bias independent of 
what he's calling male-female sexual polarity, which is uh, meaning gender, bisexual reproductive uh, gender uh, polarity, which is not moral polarity. It's a little strange. Um, Ra explains, uh, answering 3113, the sexual energy buildup, I'm not sure again what that is, is extremely unlikely to occur without sexual bias upon the part of the entity. Perhaps we did not understand your question. Me too. But it seems obvious that it would take an entity with the potential for sexual activity to experience a sexual energy buildup. The problem is that he didn't explain the meaning of that term, sexual energy buildup. What he means, I think, is um, um, sexual a charge, an energy charge associated with sexual desire, uh, whether that's moral, positive, negative, or heterosexual, homosexual, it's not clear, but it's some kind of uh, accumulation of sexual energy or charge um, seeking um, sexuality. But <clears throat> Ra's saying that whatever that means, <laughs> Ra doesn't know what Don's saying either, but uh, sexual energy buildup or development or increased charge uh, for sexual activity uh, is tied to a sexual bias, meaning the fact that, that entities have a heterosexual or homosexual bias or, and or have a gender distinction of male-female in body and mind. Those are um, the potentials for transfer. Uh, but Ross saying that uh, an entity uh, has to have some potential for sexual activity to experience a sexual energy buildup. It's a muddled question, and uh, and the answer reflects that. Thirty-one fourteen. Don explains, I think, what he meant. I was thinking more of the possibility of the Orion group having influenced certain members of the Third Reich, Nazi Germany, who I have read reports of having sexual gratification from the observation of the, in some cases, the gassing and killing of entities in the gas chambers. Be careful whose report you're reading, and be careful of uh, disinformation about the Holocaust and other matters. Ra's answer. We shall repeat these entities had the potential for sexual energy buildup, meaning uh, the development of a sexual energy charge. The choice of stimulus is certainly the choice of the entity, meaning you can choose whatever you want to, to get involved in or um, what, what rings your bell. In the case of which you speak, uh, these entities were strongly polarized orange ray, second chakra, blockage, thus finding the energy blockage of power over others, the putting to death being the ultimate power over others, this then being expressed in a sexual manner, though solitary, meaning they masturbated. And so, okay, let, I'll go read the complete answer. In this case, the desire would continue unabated and be virtually unquenchable. You will find, if you observe the entire spectrum of sexual practices among your peoples, that there are those who experience such gratification from domination over others, either from rape or from other means of domination, in each case, this is an example of energy blockage, which is sexual in its nature. So, sexual energy 
blockage is simply a, a manifestation of lower chakra blockage that then becomes sexual in its uh, expression. Or it is a sexual expression of lower chakra blockage, lower chakra energy blockage. So Ra is saying that for those who are strongly polarized orange ray, which means strongly blocked second chakra, which is associated with the sense of self and one-to-one -one relations, they, due to that chakra blockage, find or have preference uh, bias for power over others. Ross said, finding the energy blockage of power over others, which includes putting to death or killing as the ultimate power of others, uh, they find it, meaning that's where they were in terms of their metaphysical or conscious mind position, uh, seeking uh, power over others, acknowledging that killing is an ultimate power over others. That's why it's actually not an ultimate power, because there, uh, to get another's mind to self-destruct and to, to get another's mind to completely implode by its own volition, I think is a greater power over others, uh, which you'll see in practice these days. Um, Ra is saying that they simply expressed the second, the orange ray, and so we can use the term polarized orange ray, polarized yellow ray, polarized red ray, meaning that that person, Alice Bailey uses that term, uses the term polarized in this way, um, mental polarization, emotional astral polarization. It means that the person is predominantly conscious mind working from that level of the being. And in the case of red, orange, yellow, this is uh, the result of blockage, which is normative for those on the negative path who must maintain first, second, third, fourth chakra blockages to continue proceeding without love, seeking the gateway to intelligent infinity by the combined um, blockage coiled spring of first, second, third, fourth chakra blockages, springboarding through the negative use of wisdom fifth ray to six, seven linkage, uh, and, and uh, moving towards uh, harvest into the 40 negative Orion Empire, if they can, which most of them won't. Uh, this uh, sexual uh, orientation of uh, getting off on killing or dying others is a real perversion. That's real S&M sexuality, and that's uh, an aspect of, you know, culture. <laughs> the modern uh, sexuality and pornography, unfortunately, has a strong S&M, and I mean real S&M, bias in some cases. Uh, and, um, you know, it's just part of the Orion-led degradation of human culture globally at this time, uh, which will make some inroads and then end. Uh, but for those, or when we have second, strong, first, second, and third chakra blockages, actually, then our sexual desire may continue unabated and be virtually unquenchable for a while. Um, now, a 20-year-old 20 20 male sexual desire is different than a 60-year-old male sexual desire, uh, 
what you know the fact that it may go on and on and be strong and strong like like the 20 year old guy who wants to eat you know uh, drink a gallon of milk every day uh, as my cousin used to <laughs> meaning you know a young guy with a big appetite is different than an older guy with less appetite uh, that's not necessarily the evidence of uh, unabated, virtually unquenchable sexual desire associated with lower chakra blockage. Maybe, may not be. However, um, it's very true in my experience and uh, observing and counseling others. Uh, the more lower chakra blockage, the more insatiable and un deeply unfulfilling is one's sexuality. You know? I mean, from a Buddhist perspective, sexuality um, is considered a pretty major attachment that leads to suffering. Uh, and anyway, there's much to be said about that. The mindfulness practice of sexual activity itself, meaning using sexuality as the object of meditation or object of concentration, you know, mindfulness practice, um, reveals many things that are um, a little disturbing, like this sensation is empty too. But um, lower chakra blockage and S&M sexuality go hand in hand, and whether the Nazis were doing this with gas chambers or not, uh, surely uh, negative use of sexuality is on the rise, but it's always really been going on here, particularly men harming women, uh, unfortunately. Uh, this is um, growing. Um, and Ra is saying, you know, there are those who experience gratification, sexual gratification from domination of others by rape or other means of domination. Many men, uh, unfortunately, do. And, um, you know, testosterone associated with sexual desire or sexual potency, uh, you know, is also um, in play in aggression by, you know, as an animal, by, and, you know, as a second density animal, animal biochemistry. So aggression and sexuality have a biochemical um, common ground. And that's, I think, uh, why um, sexuality is very easily led, or people are led historically to the negative use of sexuality, uh, men particularly, uh, because of the, the common biochemical hormonal basis. Anyway, it's an example of, of energy blockage, which is sexual in its nature, or energy blockage, which is expressed in a sexual way. 31.15, Don is asking, would the Orion group be able to impress on entities this orange ray effect, meaning exploit orange ray second ray blockage? Or, dot, 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 is this the way that came about, meaning these concepts, service to self or negative use of sexuality came about on this planet? There must be a primal cause of this. Um, it's an unclear phrasing, but the question's pretty clear. And Ra explains, because they knew what Don was saying. Ra uh, says, the cause of this is not Orion. It is the free choice, and now in brackets, of your peoples, this is somewhat difficult to, difficult to explain, we shall attempt. The sexual energy transfers and blockages, and then the brackets end for some reason. Raz explaining, sexual energy transfers and blockages, these are different, right? 
are more of a are more a manifestation or example of that which is more fundamental than the other way around meaning it's a it's a manifestation of something more fundamental therefore as your peoples became open to the concepts of bellicosity and the greed of ownership these various distortions uh, bellicosity and greed of ownership then began to filter down through the tree of mind into body complex expressions the sexual expression being basic to that complex meaning body complex thus these sexual energy blockages though orion influenced and intensified are basically the product of the beingness chosen freely by your peoples this will be the final question unless we may speak further upon this question to clarify or answer any short queries before we close and so the cause of second ray blockage is not Orion the cause of any lower chakra blockage is not Orion the cause is uh, one's free will however uh, lower chakra blockage which then manifests as sexual energy blockage or uh, sexual energy transfer being blocked or associated with a blockage like the negative use of sexuality involving some kind of um, yellow and orange ray blockage uh, of both partners and um, there may be some kind of transfer actually when they're both blocked both on the negative path but the cause of lower chakra blockage and the cause of the negative use of sexuality and uh, negative you know sexual energy blockage overall is not Orion obviously it's uh, an example of uh, tendencies in mind of humanity particularly bellicosity and greed of ownership which means violence and aggression and possessive possession possessiveness ownership you are mine and uh, the view in sexuality right you are mine women say it to men men say it to women you are mine meaning I own you and then that plays out into dominance submission S&M type top bottom sexuality and then that is fed by uh, you know the tendency to violence or bellicosity and so Ra's saying these distortions or tendencies in mind filter down through the tree of mind into the body or manifest by body complex expression sexual expression is basic to that complex yeah that's the key Gautama said that the sexual energy is the most or sexual attachment of male for female and female for male is the most difficult um, tendency attachment of mind to dissolve or break and you know I'm not saying we should try to break it um, but um, unrecognized negative use of sexuality is a big problem uh, there are only a couple more questions Don uh, Don is trying to pull all this together it's you know very deep replies and very good questions uh, that's why Don sometimes fumbles with the question 3116 he says I just need to know if this then works through the racial memory to infect the entire population in some way meaning the um, filtering down through the tree of mind of distortions in in society in collective consciousness as to bellicosity and greed of ownership then finding sexual expression in uh, you know negative use of sexuality sexual energy blockage uh, is that coming through racial memory 
to infect the entire population? Does that sort of thing happen? Um, Ra explains more what is racial memory, which is a short answer, unfortunately, but it's uh, interesting. 31.16, Ra says, The racial memory contains all that has been experienced. This is akin to the Akashic Record, by the way. Thus, there is some contamination, even of the sexual, meaning the sexual memory, this showing mostly in your own culture as the various predispositions to adversary relationships, or as you call them, marriages, rather than the free giving one to another in the love and the light of the infinite creator. Uh, and so, um, the racial memory, um, which really is the Akashic Record to a large extent, and the Akashic Record would be an astral, is an actual field, energy field of the astral plane, 3D time-space, therefore represents a deeper level of uh, potential knowing, and therefore it's in the collective unconscious. And then Ra saying, of course, since racial memory, collective unconscious, collective mind, uh, contains all that has been experienced, or all potentials and all tendencies of human mind from, from you know, 75,000 years ago. Therefore, of course, obviously, there is, quote, contamination even of the sexual, meaning think, people's thinking about sexuality. And it shows up <laughs> in our culture, uh, Ross says, as the dis pre various predispositions to adversary relationships or marriages. And so Ron's saying that marriage as an institution uh, is an um, adversarial relationship. Legally, a legal binding of two people together, right? Why should it be legal? Why is the state in my house? Because the state owns you, so they believe. So they want you to believe. So you have to register your relationship with the government. Why? Because you're my king? You're my ruler? Who said that? You said that. But you see, you're born, we're born into it. So we're born, that's why, uh, you know, Alex Jones calls it a prison planet. That's what they hope it to be, clearly. So Ra is saying uh, marriage is akin to adversarial relationship. Uh, why? Because of the legal contractuality to it, which is different than what Ra is saying as the free giving one to another in the love and the light of the infinite creator. Uh, and so, uh, of course, obviously, there is free giving one to another in the love and light of the infinite creator in marriage, for some people, of course. But the legal contractuality and the state in our relationship, the state government, you know, national government, the fact that it's run by them or that it has to be... Uh, it's, it's in many ways administered by the state, marriage situation, uh, is an aspect of its control basis. And that leads to, um, you know, that is a very subtle basis for the conflict of relationships too, as well as the, quote, infected or contaminated racial memory or collective consciousness, um, in which men often don't appreciate women, women don't appreciate men. Or there's long-term aggression and greed of ownership, uh, where there is surely in the collective mind that influences relationships. And um, you can see, you know, I mean, relationships or friendships of young children often don't have that. However, 
there is some of that too. You can see young children that may have a friendship, five-year-old, ten-year-old children, they still have some kind of adversarial relation. And um, that's a triggering of what's carried in by each individual soul, but also they're being born into the, um, the matrix of uh, collective human consciousness, collective human mind, the racial memory. And it affects everybody. And wanderers have uh, unconsciously taken on many negatively oriented or negative tendencies of the racial mind that we are not aware of and influence on how we feel and influence what we think and how we act and our well-being and our relative level of suffering versus wellness and our distortions in mind that we would do well to dissolve. But to become aware of them takes some effort and time. But anyway, uh, Don was saying, Don 3117 says, this was precisely the point I was trying to make. Thank you very much. Uh, and he's basically saying that it, it's the race, he knew that it's the racial memory, uh, including uh, the history of negative tendencies, such as bellicosity, greed of ownership, or uh, tendencies of service to self. Right, which is first, second, third, fourth chakra blockage, or the, the you know the uh, development of mind, not seeking to resolve their own first, second, third, fourth chakra blockages, but distorting and blocking them further. That's the negative path. That has an effect on everyone, and or the tendencies, uh, beliefs, core beliefs, racial mind core beliefs, that we inherit, that we. Um, you know, swim amidst uh, have also contaminated or affect the sexual, and he understood that. So, um, Ross says, please be aware that this instrument is somewhat fatigued. The channel is very clear. However, we find the vital energy low. And so we have all these distinctions. Ra goes on, we do not wish to deplete this instrument. However, there is, shall we say, there is a energy exchange which we feel an honor duty to offer when this instrument opens itself. Therefore, counsel we this instrument to attempt to assess the vital energies carefully before offering itself as open channel. All is well. You are conscientious. I am Ra. I leave this instrument and you in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator Go forth, then, rejoicing in the power and the peace of the one creator, Adonai. <coughs> and, you know, normally Ross says, I leave you in the love and the light of the infinite creator, of the one infinite creator. Here they say, I leave this instrument and you. And that's probably a manifestation of um, the, fact that they, the fact and their statement that the channel is very clear. That's a nice statement. The channel is very clear, meaning uh, they have a very strong and stable and harmonious and um, well-configured energy consciousness situation in the group, in the room, with Carla, in the receiving situation. Uh, and that's why um, there's very nice dialogue between Don and Ra here, centered on essential matters of um, chakra blockage versus clearance and the 
the you know the potential of sexuality to be love-based and um, very powerful for soul evolution individually and collectively. Uh, and um, Ra saying, you know, <laughs> uh, they just simply feel an honor and a duty. It's an honor and a duty they feel to uh, offer energy exchange or to um, to speak when whenever it is that Carla instrument and the group uh, Carla opens herself and the group is ready and so she's saying there you know Ross saying they counsel Carla to please uh, assess her own vital energies carefully before offering herself as open channel so the group needs to be careful and she shouldn't be a martyr uh, but whenever she offers they'll be available but they don't want to fatigue her <laughs> so they they're trying to offer maximal service with minimal harm. Do no harm, of course. So anyway, that's session 31. Very interesting, very centered. The channel is very open, or channel is very clear, and um, it's nice that Don um, could focus um, in, you know, uh, the discussion in a single topic or related topics of sexual energy transfer and sexuality I think we got a lot of information, and I have a PDF called uh, "Sexuality." I don't know the spiritual use of sexuality or uh, spiritual sexuality on the spiritual path, something I don't know. But it's a compilation of all of Ra's comments on sexuality in PDF format, just the Q and As. So you can find that on my uh, Blogspot site, and I'll make a link in this video for YouTube too. Well, I think uh, on the one hand, you can say that 51%, what Ra called 51% service to other, is uh, necessary for graduation to fourth density positive. What that 51% service to other really means is another matter. What does it really mean? Well, it seems to me it means a sufficient development of green ray and sufficient development of 135, the primary rays, first ray, third ray, fifth ray, meaning um, willingness to accept <clears throat> and make use of um, red ray, uh, body, in the, the, the condition of being incarnated in body, and one's acceptance of being here in a physical way, and one's integration of the green ray development with uh, social life and interpersonal life, third ray, and the uh, sufficient um, development of wisdom or higher mind uh, influenced by love or the necessary green ray development, that's all necessary for graduation to 4D positive. Now, the soul that is of that, quote, 51% service to other with those balances, uh, you know, the balance, sufficient development of 135 and obviously green ray itself, will then enter fourth density positive, obviously, of course, with some particular bias or biases associated both with their identification of male-female, their self-identity uh, tied to male-female, and their own um, mind development of love versus wisdom, or love and wisdom, fourth ray, fifth ray, which I think in many ways is the root of male-female identification. <clears throat> the, the, you know, there's the biological male-female, then there's the mind-oriented or mind-related male-female identification or bias or 
uh, configuration. That male-female mm, bias in mind or identification in mind is, I think, in many ways uh, tied to the relative preference for love or wisdom in their sufficient 51% service to other, which got them, you know, gra which leads them to be harvestable. Meaning, some people graduate, do hit that 51% with a love over wisdom bias. Others graduate or sufficiently develop to graduate to 40 positive with a wisdom over love bias. Those with wisdom over love may be may end up with more affiliation to a masculine identity, whether they're in a female body or male. And those who have a bias to love over wisdom, whether they're in a male, female, male or female body, and if they're harvestable to 4D positive, <clears throat> may have more feminine quality. And so uh, bias of love over wisdom is uh, is uh, associated with femininity in, in a mind sense. And the affiliation to wisdom over love, I think, is, a, is associated with a, a male bias in the mind complex. So there's the bias, there's the gender bias of mind, and then the gender designation of body. The gender bias in mind, I think, being male-female, is really tied to the, the love over wisdom or wisdom over love bias of that entity. And uh, <clears throat> whatever is, uh, whatever would meet the requirement of whatever, you know, 51% service to other really means, either bias, some degree of bias, would be fine. How's that? And so then entities enter into 4D positive or those who enter into 4D positive, would be carrying love over wisdom, feminine, or wisdom over love, masculine, bias, by their preference or affiliation or preference uh, in mind uh, as they were harvestable, in their harvestability. Then that would impact how they are um, male or female uh, biased in the mind complex in future relationships. And that's the product, and that would be um, then worked out into four, in fourth density uh, in a balancing way, where uh, the male, and that could be, you know, that <clears throat> the person who entered 4D positive um, with a strong uh, female bias in mind or level of a wisdom may, in fourth density, or if they're a wanderer in third density, uh, choose a male body to balance out the stronger preference to love over wisdom or um, uh, feminine over masculine mind identification. Likewise, uh, and this is where you, what you see in, in homosexuality. Uh, in homosexuality, in some cases, you have uh, a male body, a man, uh, who's strongly identified with female uh, mind identity with feminine qualities. So the very feminine male uh, may become homosexual. Likewise, the very masculine woman or soul in female body with strong uh, identification, affiliation, preference for masculine quality may become uh, lesbian. Not always, but it's common, right? So you have the butch and you have the fag, <laughs> if you want to use crude terms. So the, the butch dyke uh, woman, lady, 
who chooses, um, you know, to be to be lesbian or feels that that's choiceless and that's just her way, may be a soul who, as Ross said, had stronger affiliation or gender identification with the opposite gender in past lives. Likewise, the feminine man uh, who becomes gay or homosexual or feels that's his choiceless way uh, would be manifesting uh, the mind preference for the opposite gender to their current physical body. And uh, that may or may not be um, metaphysically uh, useful for them. May or may not. Uh, it just depends on how they develop with that uh, sexual preference. You know? You mean people who have a bisexual orientation or they like both genders for sexual experience? Um, Ra didn't say anything about that. But I assume that there's probably, it's probably, a, you know, related to the, uh, a significant number of past lives being in the opposite gender body. I would assume that. But Ra didn't say anything about it. Um, Ra didn't address the choice of gender, biological gender body, but I assume that it uh, accords with the same principle that the more evolved soul will be more participatory in all programming of incarnational catalyst before the incarnation. Meaning, if the soul has a certain um, green ray activation, Ross said, and Ross said there's something, you know, like a, a majority of humanity actually has that sufficient green ray activation to be participating in the creation or the choice of catalyst pre-incarnation, pre-incarnative catalyst programming or pro making program catalyst, that, that, that it seems that the majority of people on Earth are in that category, meaning they do have sufficient green ray activation even though the harvest is going to be small, which is interesting. So the, the requirement of green ray heart chakra activation necessary to be con um, <clears throat> uh, collaborated, you know, cooperating, cooperating in the programming of catalyst before incarnation for the incarnation, the requirement of heart chakra activation is less than that required for graduation or harvest to 4D positive, but I would assume that those who can program some catalyst uh, would also be involved in the decision of um, the, the biological gender for their body in the next incarnation, for sure. Any other question? Yes, that's a good point. Um, people, the souls who incarnate, well, let's just say people who um, identify with homosexual orientation, or have an opposite gender uh, bias or preference in mind to the biological gender of their body, uh, and therefore identify themselves in the male-female bias in mind more with the opposite gender, or have, you know, sexual orientation for same-gender partners, uh, some of they, some of those people would be would be of the development to have um, more consciously participated in the programming or choice of that body, and some of them would not be developed. I mean, just like every any soul, uh, some uh, have that development, some don't. 
So some of the people who have um, homosexual orientation would have been participating with higher self in the choice of their body, and some of them not. And I think that that is hard to know, right? <laughs> it's so subtle, but I would imagine, you see, they all chose that body. They all chose the body they don't like or don't identify with or wish they hadn't had. So every gay man and every lesbian woman who hates being in that gender body, if they do, chose that gender body, obviously. Uh, some of them chose it more consciously with higher self. Others chose it less consciously or were not privy or not fully, not more aware of that choice, choice process before incarnation. But the metaphysics is that, of course, they all chose that gender body. That they don't like. Same as uh, people who choose parents they hate or bad parents. It's chosen before birth. Not necessarily as punishment, um, but surely as karmic result and as catalyst for um, change in, um, in tendency or the development of love wisdom or development of um, awareness on their spiritual path, which is generally positive path, uh, as a catalyst uh, to help them correct imbalances and distortions from the past lives. Now, that doesn't mean that they shouldn't be gay or should be gay, uh, if they hate their body or wish they were in an opposite gender body or have a, their sexual orientation this way, you know, for same gender people. It doesn't, you know, they, they, one can continue on one's positive path being uh, hating one's body but resolving that into love and yet remaining gay or homosexual, of course. It's just a matter of um, the degree to which they, you know, like everyone, goes through uh, deep-level mind distortions and blockages, you know, distortions in mind and lower chakra blockages. So one could remain homosexual in behavior or a sexual orientation while having done great healing in lower chakra blockages that began with um, hating their body or wishing they were in the opposite gender body or... Um, having great difficulty um, with their own sexual sexuality, but yet move to greater, greater love, wisdom, balance, and remain homosexual. That's very possible. But yes, uh, some of them chose it more consciously. Some would, some like any, didn't, were not really quite privy to that choosing. It's really a matter of the degree of consciousness uh, of the soul or of that being uh, after the life review and to what extent uh, they're developed in consciousness enough to have the big view of multi-incarnational process. Okay. Yeah, it's very it's a very complicated matter. <laughs> but um, I think that uh, the, the, the sexual orientation, gay or straight, is not a problem. It's a matter of the conditions of mind that, that are the result of chakra chakra conditions, right? Does the person truly feel self, high self-positive, loving self-regard, truly well and clear on their path of service to other in society or relationship, uh, truly appreciating uh, universal love or kindness and virtue and goodness and truth and justice and honesty and wisdom and discernment, uh, yes or no? And so those, those 
are the matters of soul evolution, uh, not um, sexual preference, actually. So uh, next week we go to session 32. Session 32 is also very nicely centered and a lot of information about the positive path, more about sexual energy transfer. <clears throat> and then we get more into wanders and densities and love, green ray, very, very nice. Just a second. Next week, section uh, session 32, very, very, also about 16 questions, almost the same as 31. Very centered, green ray, various chakras, a bit about wanders, more about sexual energy transfer and the nature of the positive path. Very nice stuff, nice Q&A with Don and Ra. Uh, so thank you very much for being here today. I appreciate it. I hope you're well. I hope you can um, find insight and confirmation of what you may already know but have not yet fully articulated about sexuality on earth and in your experience of relationships uh, so as to gain clear view, clarify view about the potentials of sexuality which are vast and wonderful. Meanwhile, um, there is a um, complex field of distortions in culture historically as well that uh, make it difficult to uh, establish love-based sexuality with a partner and um, that's a challenge so anyway um, thank you very much I appreciate it take good care of yourselves and good night <laughs>